Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, February 2nd with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. So, what is going on? What's going on? Happy birthday, birthday boy. boy. Oh, Happy thank birthday. You very yeah. much. You're getting it's some uh, loving on the text line as well. Oh, so. well, I really appreciate that, guys. Yeah. All kidding aside. 60 years, though, it's a little bit, little daunting. You know, it, it is. Like, you, it's just a number, Percy. That's what they say, but it's a big number <laughs> in my world. <laughs> I think it's nice. It is nice just to be here. When yep. you're 60 years old, that's the way you look at it. It's you don't good look to be, 60, though. That's what clean you keep living, saying. right? You think my hair will come clean back if I, if I keep living clean, clean life? My hair will come back. <laughs> yeah, clean living. Well, anyway, thanks very much, guys. Um, starting off, a little bit of Leaf news. Uh, the poor New Jersey Devils, eh? They they had the Leafs. The Leafs started poorly the other night. 6-4 victory, and as you and I had said, Dan, well, Austin Matthews, well, they're worried. Four great games without a goal. Guess what? We said he would score a mitt full, and he did. You did say that. Yeah, he ended up with three. Yep. A gifted empty net goal, too, where he had to put a slick move on a guy to score into the empty net. Um, tremendous athlete. Campbell was pretty looked pretty poor. Mrazic came in. Uh, tough goal for Jack Campbell right now, but on the downside, or on the upside, I mean, last night they pounded the New Jersey Devils 7-1. And Campbell played very well. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see him come back. That New Jersey team is a broken team right now. And as you said, Dan, I'll steal it. Uh, no goaltending right now. Their their main guy, Mackenzie Blackwood, is out. And look what that's done to them. No, for sure. It's a big hole without having Blackwood in the net. And, you know, the Leafs are deep enough offensively. They're, like, there's certainly some defensive things that they have to work on. But, uh, you know, right now Tavares and, and Nylander aren't going. Um, Marner is rolling. As much as we uh, don't like his defensive uh, deficiencies nine goals in eight games since he's returned certainly helps the cause and uh so they head into all-star weekend looking pretty good with a with a 118 point record of points over the season wow that's that's staggering yeah. to me now again what a great first half really no for sure you know and we weren't sure how this was going to play out because remember how poorly they started no for, it, it was awful and they had to beat Chicago that night in overtime, or that I'm convinced this whole year would have been a, a bottom feeding year. It's hard to crawl back at some point. No, but you're right. They did have a very slow start when everyone was questioning everything that they were doing, and uh, then they just woke up and started winning. Yeah, so so good on the Leafs. Um, just shifting gears a bit because we've kind of forgot about the Olympics and uh, what we're doing. But I read a really interesting article: men's hockey again. And sorry, there's more sports than men's hockey. Okay, in the Olympics, but I like to go to men's <laughs> hockey. The Chinese hockey team is ready to go. Okay, and uh, you know, I, I thought, okay, how are they going to pull this off with with Chinese citizens who don't really play hockey? But you know, I forgot there's a few really good hockey players like Brandon Yep that played in the NHL. Yep. Um, a lot of guys are playing. Uh, Chris Chelios' son, for example, is playing because he's played for uh, Kunlun Red Star in the Continental League. He's been living in China. So they're getting around some slick thing with residency. If you've got residency for a period of time. So they're not going to be, there's six native Chinese, and then you've got a smattering of different European players. So they're going to be, it's going to be fun just to see how competitive they can be. No, for sure. You know, it should be good. Um, The Raptors. Gary Trent Jr., you know, it goes back to Masai uh, Ujiri. He trades Norm Powell for Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. is lighting it up. This is his fifth game with over 30 points. They beat a really good Miami Heat team. I watched bits of it last night, 106, or 110 to 106. The Raptors are now 26 and 23, and they might be for real. Maybe Trent Jr. is the guy they should work their 
uh, game around as opposed to Siakam. Because they're they're certainly saying that Trent Jr. is doing everything now. Yeah, that's it's very impressive. Thirty three points. Uh, now tied with DeRozan, who had a five game streak. Kawhi Leonard never has even had this streak. So you know what? That's because he doesn't play five games in a row. <laughs> that is an excellent point. He's never played five games in a row, has he? Have, uh, what are they? Load management. Yeah, no kidding, eh? That's, that's very good, Dan. But no, as I said, so the Raptors are on a roll, and I mean a roll. This is this is pretty impressive for a young team. Um, now you wanted to know, and we both wanted to know, yes. Canadian men's soccer. Now our our there's a little pressure on me today and you. Yes, Grant, we're under pressure today. Adam Caswell um, has really been, you know, bringing up every little error we make, and I'm you know performance anxiety is a, a deal with me. I'm <laughs> well, I understand. in trouble right now. Yeah. So I'm almost afraid to get into this. No, no, we're always right, Percy. Before you get into this, there was a gentleman, uh, that gentleman was you, when you guys had this little debate, who predicted that Mr. Tom Brady would indeed retire and walk away from football. So you you hit that right on the head. All right, so I did say that. You said that, yes. Because it'll be, the fact checker will No, you did say that. All right. Or was it Dan? No, no, it was you, it was you. Okay. So they've got to play El Salvador tonight, and then Adam's probably spent all evening working out these permutations and combinations of games that, you know, if Panama won by two over so-and-so. And anyway, let's just say that at this point the Canadians look really, really good for a spot. Um, Milan Borjan, the goaltender. You and I, Dan, wanted to know who he was as a 33-year-old. Where did he come from? Did he just play recreational soccer? I believe he's from the Hammer. Born in Croatia. Okay. Came to Canada when he was 13. Canadian citizen. Um, he plies his trade for in the Serbia Super League. Okay. Okay, for a team, Red Star Belgrade. Okay. Belgrade. Um, so he is Canadian by note, and he's been a part of this program for 13 years. And well, I'll tell one you, hell of a keeper. He made the best save I've seen in a long time. Wasn't that something where yeah. he reached out? But you got to remember, this these guys. He's six foot five. These guys are flexible and long. Yeah. And he made anyway. We just wanted to know who he was because he's come out of the blue here. No, no, absolutely. You know, and as I said, they're they're certainly on a roll. These guys, they look really, really good. Um, shifting to the great Tom Brady, the goat. Yes. All right. What do you think, guys? What do you, what do we say about Tom Brady? 22 years, uh, seven Super Bowls, numerous MVPs, Super Bowls in every decade, top passing yards this year, top, top, top. I think he did the right thing. Now, you might have an opinion. Dan, what is your opinion on Tom Brady? Well, just selfishly as a fan that you just want to see see him keep rolling and see if he can win an eighth Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like It's just like that sort of stuff. But, yeah, he's 44. His kids are teenagers. He wants to spend time with his family. Yeah, I totally understand that. Uh, but selfishly, it's like, okay, he's the best. Like, it, like he's leaving as the best quarterback in the National Football League at 44 years old, which is incredible. And you have a bunch of these. There are Tom Brady haters out there. Like, Yes, there are. There are a few Tom Brady haters out there. But even the haters can't dispute the numbers and what he's done and how he's done it. Because guess what? Every team has top or, or a lot of teams out there have top receivers, right? How come Matthew Stafford couldn't do it when he had Megatron? You know, how come, uh, um, who is it, uh, you know, a couple of the other guys like down in Atlanta when Julio, Julio Jones was there, uh, why couldn't he get the job done? You know what I mean? Like, why is there, you know, you have all these different quarterbacks that have gone through Aaron Rodgers, the great Aaron Rodgers, and how many Super Bowls does he have, right? 
Yeah, like you have the great, you know, Drew Brees. How many Super Bowls does he have? They both have one each. Right, and he's got how many? Seven. 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 And yes, you know, one year he had Randy Moss, he had Gronk, he had like, but Randy Moss isn't that much of a difference maker. He's He was the best receiver at the time, but you can have double coverage. You can do different things. They always found a way to win. Yeah, and he and let's face it, he changed. He he redefined himself. Do you remember a few years ago that he said, "I've gone to a certain specific diet." Like he yeah. studied what he had to do. He just and he said exactly what you said, Dan. Dan was right in the button on this. He said, "I had to physically and emotionally be everything is about football in my life, and I had to be all in, and I'm no longer all in physically. And if one of those factors is out, then I'm out." Yep. You know, we just didn't and that's want. probably what leads to his success is the fact that he's all in. And you have all this stuff going on this year where, quite honestly, Aaron Rodgers probably could have had a career season, but with all that external stuff going on with immunizations and having issues at the beginning of the season with the team, like all that plays a factor and you are not all in. Yeah, and you guys are probably, and I, I know I'm playing the old guy game. You guys are probably a little too young to know this. But Drew Bledsoe, I followed NFL football a ton back in the day. And Drew Bledsoe was the was the everything yep. for the New England Patriots, quietly. And he ended up injured. And then Tom Brady came in. And I remember a bunch of the guys that I hung with, like, who's this Tom Brady? Like, this is going to be a disaster for New England. And, you know, you wonder if he doesn't get his start there, you know, how great it would have been. Because Bledsoe obviously never saw another down for New England when Brady got rolling. And he got rolling at a high level. So... No drop-off whatsoever in what he did this year either, right? Yep. So, yeah, I, I got that one right. I don't get many right, but I, I figure he's done everything there that is there to do. And as you said, he's, what, going to be 45 years old? Yeah, he's 44 right now. And there's nobody greater, right, Dan? Oh, come on. Is it even a question? All right, then I it was, a, even, then it was so a statement. So you have an individual that has more championships than any other team has championships. Right, so there's no, there's no comparison. We shouldn't even mention other people like, at this point. Yeah, you could have you could have had that argument when he was at four and Montana has four. You could even maybe you know argued it when he had five and Montana had four. But when he goes and goes, you know, five, six, seven, no, nah. no, nah, there's no disputing. And I, I'm not a. Like I'm, I'm personally, I'm not a New England fan or a Bucks fan or a Tom Brady fan, but you have to respect what that guy has done in his career of football. Like I, I don't care who you are and how much you hate the guy, you just hate him because he's beaten your team every year. That's right, and yeah, yeah, exactly, and he did. Yeah, yeah. good, well said. Um, I wasn't even going to touch on this, but I think it has to be mentioned. The PGA Golf Tour better pay really close attention to what's going on. Pebble Beach, and I've been to Pebble Beach. I've seen it. It's it's an unbelievable looking course. Would you it's, shoot? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was on. I was in a vehicle. Oh, driving by. Okay. <laughs> no, they wouldn't let me on that course. Um, the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am is a big tournament this week. Twenty of the top fifty golfers in the world have taken a pass on that and are playing in Saudi Arabia, because remember we said yeah. this is the Saudi event. Yeah. Big appearance fees. You've got Phil Mickelson. You've got Dustin Johnson to name a couple. 20 of the top 50. Tony Finau. So these guys were all about what was morally right and what we were going to do the right thing. No, they're not. They're going to do what the money dictates, as Grant said. Which is terrible. Which is terrible. Saudi Arabia. Yep. 
you know, and as I said, it really puts a tarnish. That was a tournament that these that these players love to play in. They bring the celebrities out and they play in a, a format. But 20 of the top 50, so we'll have to follow that a little more closely. Now, positive news with lockdown hopefully over for the final time. Our Junior C Otters yep. were on the ice last night. Excellent. Nice. Our three players are back. Now, I don't want to – I've got a little bit of inside scoop on this. There's a couple of young men. There's a fellow that was the Percy in, insider in Sweden yep. who is now in Huntsville. So not only do we have the three players I mentioned last week, but we may have another. Awesome. And Caledon Friday night and Penetang Saturday in Penetang. Games are on. Caledon is here at home? Yes, and these are games that, yes, Caledon, 7.30 at the Summit Center, I believe. These are games. Do we the, know what the regulations, like, are we allowed to go watch this game, or is it uh, has that been opened uh, up? Ah, that's a good point. And I'm thinking, or would it not be the same regulation up to a maximum of 500 people? Well, it would be great if we have a. I would think it would be. A, a, yeah, would you not think? I would think so. Otters administration staff to text the Festing Toyota text line at. It's Huntsville, though. It doesn't matter. Just go in anyway. Who's going to stop you? Yeah, who's going to stop you? Yeah, we're just going anyway. So we'll find out for Friday. But I have a a sneaking suspicion there can be 500 people. So Caledon, Penetang, games, winnable games, right? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. Be safe out there. I just just want to reiterate it's your birthday. Yes. And there's a couple of texts that have come in to me, but one specific, Krusty, he would love. He's listening right now, and he'd love to wish you a happy birthday. Well, that's. I, I really appreciate it. You know what I mean? It's not very often you have a birthday. Yes. Once a year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Dave. For Dan and Grant, have a fantastic day, and we will be back on Friday with more sports.